the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Donald Trump is visiting the UK and the Queen, the Queen Mother. Uh, nothing there for me to talk about. There's a lot of nasty remarks going back and forth, but not a lot of business action that per se, pin action. I'm not a bowler. I hate bowling. Every time I go bowling, I hate bowling. I understand people have fun bowling, but not me. But when you throw the ball down and you see the pins barely fall over, you're like, that wasn't very good. But when you see the pins go and explode... That's good pen action. So looking for pen action in all our stories, right? YouTube recommended videos of underage girls after users watched erotic videos. There is a punchline there that is R-rated, so I'm not going to do it. I love my job. I love my job. Um, but, yeah, you, you know, that's one of the things you get with the algorithms, right? And a lot of people are freaked out by that. New York Times says researchers have found watching erotic videos on YouTube and following the platform's recommendations can eventually lead to videos of young children, which couldn't be any more heinous in the world than that. Um, The report comes months after the discovery that pedophiles were using YouTube's comment section on videos to uh, communicate with children. So my parenting 101 advice, and trust me, it's not something I'm great at, but if I have advice, it's pay attention to what your kids do, whether it be Fortnite or watch YouTube videos. Um... Pay attention. Just don't let them. Don't let them babysit with their their distractions per se. And again, algorithms can do that. But I don't even know. And this is how naive I am. I, I still like watching like YouTube for fake funny videos and stuff like that. Anytime you see a baby face plant on like a uh, a grass field while riding up a hill and a dog tackles it, I'm like, uh, I start laughing and you can see my teeth. Um, I know you're saying, really. Maybe not, but you get the idea. So IHOP changing its name again for publicity, and I don't get it. You know, IHOP is going to be IHOP to promote its burgers. Are burgers that randomly different? And don't answer this, but consider answering this. Is Smash Burger that much better than Five Guys? Is Five Guys that much better than In-N-Out Burger? Are we making too much out of it? No. The secret ingredient, Worcestershire sauce, or whatever the secret ingredient is, maybe little parts of... Uh, peanut butter inside the the meat. I don't know. I just feel like we're making a little bit too much out of it. And it's again, I fight battles, and that's not one I fight. Oh, Smash Burger looks delicious. And that's all I'm going to end with. Uh, more than 31,000 pounds of chicken have been recalled for Purdue. That's bad news. Purdue is recalling 31,703 pounds of ready-to-eat chicken products that may be contaminated by materials, specifically pieces of bone. Yummy! I like my nuggets to be gluten-free, but but bone-heavy. Sorry, chicken. You're more delicious in my belly than you are in a box. And if you're eating meat out of a box, you're probably doing something terribly, terribly wrong. And when it's described as boneless tenders-shaped chicken breast patties with rib meat, that rib meat always... That, that rib meat's a trap, man. 
that rib meat is my sign of turn and walk away. So Godzilla was the biggest movie of the weekend. Not bad when you start thinking of what they knocked off to get there. Is that Godzilla? It is Godzilla. Gorija. Ah. I know you're saying that's your Japanese impression. <laughs> Work with me on that one. Uh, it's brand new. Now, I like a good monster movie, but the monster movies that are being done in rain and uh, nighttime scenes, typically like it comes out of the ocean and, and eats a boat or something like that. Um, that's too much for me. I, I, I need to see the monster and I don't need to see it swimming underwater. That doesn't do much for me. So and Godzilla came the monsters hit theaters on Friday. It's the third movie in a shared universe that's crossing over at some point in time with Kong. Next year, it looks like Godzilla versus Kong. But there's not a lot of connective tissues between the movies between that. But there's been some attempts to kind of steal what Avengers did and, and create 10 to 15 movies that all have a little one teeny tiny thing in common. Um, you know, the stone gauntlet thing. So King of the Monsters pulled in $49 million. Not great. Uh, less than expected. A little disappointing. But, you know, Kong Skull Island had that, you know, that Brie Larson actress in it. And then she shows up in a Marvel movie. So you can kind of see that they're playing off celebrity and um, monsters. And even that Tom Cruise movie that was tied towards The Mummy, it bombed, but it was part of that whole dark universe of movies starring classic movie monsters, like Frankenstein Monster. So what was the monster called? He was called Monster. He wasn't called Frankenstein. Frankenstein was the doctor who made him. <laughs> Still one of the best skits on Saturday Night Live. When Tonto and uh, um, Frankenstein uh, sing, it's pretty magical. You know, some fan paid $101,000 for two tickets to the Warriors game. That's a record for two tickets. Some people have spent as much as 85000 in the past. That's ludicrous to me. That's nuts. What are you nuts? Phil Grandy does a show here at 12 o'clock on Monday through Friday. And his, I, I guess his catchphrase is, what are you nuts? Oh, 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 I got two tickets. I got two tickets to paradise. Not to paradise, but close. WWE Monday Night Raw ticket giveaway coming up in seven days. This is our last day because we got to mail the tickets to you. Winner receives a pair of two tickets to WWE Monday Night Raw Monday, June 10th at the SAP Center in San Jose. World-class building and facility. Monday Night Raw is coming to San Jose. You'll get to see Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin. That's a universal championship match. Then you get women's world champion Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. That's a women's championship match. So it's a double main event. Not just one, but two. Two for the price of one. AJ Styles and Braun Storman also there. Get, get more information at Ticketmaster.com or KDOW.biz. That's KDOW.biz. Two tickets. Take your kid. Have a good time to WW night, Monday Night Raw, June 10th. Two tickets at the SAP Center in San Jose. Call 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220 to get those tickets. Tickets. Bark, 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 bark. I said tickets, not chickens. Bark, 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 bark. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial. Money invested in more. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Google's getting investigated. Uh-oh. That's never a great thing. But in this case, it's not that much of a horrible thing either. Um, because it's pretty well known. And they've done a pretty good job of starting to melt the butter. So you can butter up the uh, government officials that they need to. I know you're saying, that's quite an image. It's quite an image, buttering up uh, legal officials. I'm Rob Black, talking money, invest in more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, and YouTube Rob Black Show. And get those tickets, 800-516-1220. Want the podcast with music? 
Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do wildly appreciate it. I don't say that enough. I'm sorry. I have friends, family, and loved ones that can never say thank you or I'm sorry or I appreciate you. Some of us are emotionally constipated. Um, when I was in second grade, I didn't know the difference between congested and constipated. And I had a crush on the school nurse, Mrs. O'Neill. So I wanted to see her every day. So at one point in time, I raised my hand and I go, uh, teacher, like, yes, Robert. I'm like, ah. Uh, my nose is all constipated. Can I go to the nurse? And all the kids laugh, and they think I'm, like, the funniest person ever. And I'm like, I didn't know the difference. And it, it left me feeling, like, not well. Like, why are they laughing at me? My nose is constipated. And then, and then, later in life, the same kind of mistake happens. I was struggling in, in science in eighth grade. And part of science in eighth grade, you kind of start talking about where babies come from. And, like, the first quarter, I got an A. The second quarter, I got, like, a B. The third quarter, I got a C. And this is the fourth quarter because they save all the sexy stuff for later in the year and reproductive. Because they don't want you to get in knowing that stuff in the school year. It has to be on the last couple weeks. And I'm, like, doing anything I can to raise my hand to get, like, credit with the teacher. And she goes, everyone knows where babies come from. And I raise my hand. And she calls on me. And I said, um, belly button? And everyone rolls over laughing. And teacher has to go out of the hallway. It's so funny. She's like, oh, it's like Robert De Niro from Cape Fear. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Great audio. And once again, I felt bad because that's where I thought babies came from. I know you're saying eighth grade. I'd never understood the jokes before then. I just laughed along with other kids. I thought that's. Anyway, long story short, I'm sticking with that story. Sephora is going to close over 400 stores on the morning of June 5th to host inclusion workshop for employees. Oh, boy. Sephora believes in championing all beauty, so they're going to have to train their their employees on diversity. We work in a world that I can't work in because I don't know enough. I just feel stupid at times, right? I don't know if that means anything to you or not. I work in the world of... Write down 13 stocks, 14 stocks, 15 stocks, 20 stocks that you would want to buy. And then let's have a philosophical argument about it. I I can't talk diversity. I'm just not that smart. I'm only good at at stocks because I outwork you. Um, I outmath you. I outthink simple concepts. So I like having a shopping list. I hate going to store without a shopping list. Do you know how many stupid things I buy without a shopping list? Like everything. So Amazon's on my shopping list forever, ever. Forevermore, the Raven said. Um, it's just something I don't want to pay full price on, but if it drops 10%, I'm in. If it drops 20%, I'm doubly in. Netflix is on my shopping list for obvious reasons. But those two stocks are crazy. Like Mike Tyson crazy. Not like Disney cray-cray, where Disney's got a, a big valuation right now, but you kind of see it. They open that Star Wars world, and uh, Harrison Ford gets on TV and goes, oh, I went to the Star Wars world. And, uh, for the record, I watched half of first Raiders Lost Ark with my 10-year-old, and uh, he loved it, but we only got through half, because it's kind of a long movie, and it's kind of dry, but Harrison Ford's talking about uh, the Rise of the Skywalker movie, and Avengers Endgame, and how they got this new thing at Disney, Star Wars Park, um, where if we were to introduce to the world a virus that kills nerds, don't go to Disney's Star Wars Park. Look, over the air. I think that's the real Chewbacca. No, Chewbacca died. That's someone playing Chewbacca. He's just wearing a Chewbacca suit. No, I think he faced his own death. 
So, Star Wars movie coming out later this year, and it's in June, baby, and I haven't seen one trailer for it that's, like, got anything in it that's juicy. Toy Story sequel's coming out, Lion King reboot, Frozen sequel. So you want to have Disney on a shopping list. Half Americans, 22 to 45, literally watch zero cable TV. But they still absorb content through Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and Disney. So Disney's not prohibitively expensive compared to an Amazon or Netflix. But also, I like Microsoft, Mr. Softy Ice Cream Cones. What's up? What's up with uh, ice cream and candy trucks parking like just off campus so when the kids walk home, they're there? Like, if I'm made president, I'm banning that. You can count on me to put to death all email spammers and Mr. Softy Ice Cream Trucks that stand on the corner soliciting sugar to kids who are unwanting and unneeded of such delicious treats. I'm not sure what else I would do as president, but those are two good things, right? Killing all email spammers. Oh, robocallers. They join the email spammers. No life sentence. No, 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 no. Death sentence. I play no games here. So Microsoft is a stock I like. It's expensive, though. So it's on my shopping list. McDonald's. I'll tell you what, man. Those fries have a worldwide reputation that they deserve. I don't even know what they are, but they, they're delicious. Reminds me of Mike Tyson eating a cookie going, this, this, this cookie milks. No, Mike, it's not malicious. No, these cookies malicious. No, Mike, it's not malicious. It's delicious. I, I fit. So McDonald's is always on my, my list of I could buy it. During a nuclear war or a zombie apocalypse, if Rick, Rick, and Daryl, Daryl, I can't live in this world anymore. It's too much for me. If they were to wander into McDonald's, all that food's still good and delicious, right? Even after years of sitting on the shelf. Starbucks on the list of blue chip company. I like Berkshire Hathaway. NVIDIA is a little more on the cray cray crazy side, but I still like it on dips. Johnson & Johnson, it's fine, but it's boring. It's kind of like on the Disney side of boring, right? But got to have my Band-Aids, and you, don't, you, know, you have to have your Listerine and your Vino and your Neutrogena. Um, they're not going to go anywhere anytime soon. They made Johnson Johnson baby shampoo when I was a boy. They still, a baby? I've always been a boy. They still make it today. Google with a Department of Justice inquiry. Let it fall lower, and I'll become interested. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I'm a different generation than my board op producer at station right now. He said something during the commercial break. I was like, I, I brought it up, but he, he defined it better than I could. I said, uh, you ever hear about John Barth and floating operas? It's kind of a 1950s thing. And we kind of just agreed that my generation read books because movies and TV series stunk and video games just weren't there yet. His generation is learning all about you know, big philosophical issues that books dealt with. I don't know how many kids under the age of 25 have read more than 10 novels. And let's just take away the ones from schools. I don't know how many kids under 25 have read three novels that don't start with Harry Potter and the... Uh, anyway. So Godzilla was at the movie theater this weekend. And uh, I was born in Mashanaha, Okinawa. I know you're saying, for real? Yeah. Um, you don't look Japanese. I'm not Japanese. But Godzilla was birthed from the devastation of Japan after Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I look at Hiroshima and Nagasaki from the Wall Street perspective, and not from the social perspective, and not from the war perspective, and not from the humanitarian perspective. I look at it from the Wall Street perspective and say, you know, 
it's interesting that the market's gone up, even though we've had events like Nagasaki and Hiroshima and World War I and World War II. Landing at Normandy, which I couldn't even imagine. The Japanese occupation, the Philippines, the, the crazy events that have happened in politics and terrorism and oil prices. The market just goes higher over time. So thinking about Godzilla, and I talked a little bit about Godzilla last week, but I want to talk about it for just a second again. Um, Godzilla has been long reigned the king of the lizards. He's the king of all big monster movies. He's like, when you look at movies... Everyone probably has a Godzilla memory from their childhood, who's over the age of 30. Um, a lot of people don't know that Godzilla was inspired by a tragic fishing boat accident that shook the nation of Japan. The Japanese people were heavily censored by the U.S. after the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And Godzilla was a way to express their fear of radiation and long-term effects of the nuclear weapon testing. That's pretty obvious, right? I hope it's obvious. But basically, there was this big monster in the water because of nuclear bombs. Um, the history of the world was forever changed with atomic bombings in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. After suffering 220,000 casualties, the Empire of Japan announced its surrender, leading to the end of the World War II. U.S. forces quickly moved in to launch Operation Blacklist, which was a way of demilitarizing and democratizing Japan. So we occupied Japan. The U.S. strictly prohibited any news coverage that dealt with the aftermath of the atomic bombs and some of the horrible side effects of skin falling off and you know massive birth defects so that's where Godzilla kind of came from there was also a tuna boat in Japan that basically went on a normal routine job crew of 23 people it was called the Lucky Dragon um, and it was close to where a lot of battles went on like Midway so it was off the, what's called the Midway Sea Again, crazy battles that Japan and the U.S. engaged in in World War II. But ultimately, the boat alters its course, and instead of going to Midway, it goes to the Marshall Islands. Again, sign of, of massive fighting. So, But it's also a sign, a place where we did a lot of nuclear weapon testing. So throwing that out there for you, um, the history of Godzilla somehow plays into the history of, of nuclear testing, and height of fear of nuclear. Um, and it was 1954 when Gojira arrived in theaters with an opening scene that hit too close to home. It was supposed to be a fantasy blockbuster movie, but in the eyes of Japanese, they've already seen that world of destruction, thermonuclear warfare. So I throw it out there for you because Godzilla has his history, and it should be honored. So, I know you're saying, are you a Godzilla fan? Weren't you just talking big about... Uh, Game of Thrones. Yes, I've moved on. I'm, I'm back on Godzilla. And do you remember the Godzilla cartoon? Up from the depths, 30 stories high, breathing fire. Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla. Yes, I was a kid glued to uh, any monsters I could get my hands on as a kid. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money investing and more. You know, as a self-made millionaire, it's different than being a millionaire who gets stock options. And you, you see it. You go to the dog park, you go to the restaurants, you go to downtown, and you see the people who earned it, and you see the people who were granted it. Um, one of the things that you know I try to pass on to people is that education doesn't stop after college. I barely watched the Warriors game last night because I had to get ready for work and get kind of like looking for a focus or an edge. I know you're saying, no, you came up with Godzilla? Shame on you, Rob Black. Um, but a lot of people get obsessed with all the wrong things after college, whether it be drugs, sex, alcohol, sports. Um, and they spend a lot of time, instead of growing new skills, just kind of like wallowing in that stuff. So if I can go back in time, I'd say change your 20s. Cut the drug, sex, alcohol out, or whatever it is that, you know, stops you from gaining knowledge. I think traveling in your 20s is super important before you become a millionaire. Take some time off. 
travel as a poor person, travel as somebody who barely make ends meet, have an emergency credit card and have some stops of luxury. But a lot of people missing their careers, like anything relatable. I spent 100 days abroad and it was fantastic right after college because a friend of mine went with me, John, and uh, we landed in Germany. So we're, we had this plan to like do 100 days and I think we're going to do 60 days. And I, I ended up doing 100 and we're going to cut around. And I've done the same thing in Australia and I've done the same thing uh, before in Europe. So it's not like this was the first time for me, but it was the first time for him. And he was shocked. He was culture shocked. He was too used to the American way. He wanted to eat a hamburger, a big hamburger and a hot dog. So anytime they'd bring food, whether it be at a restaurant or a hostel, and it was something unfamiliar to him, he's like, I'll pass. So traveling really at a younger age gives you a lot of perspective because I think comfort is the enemy of abundance. And we live in the land of abundance, even to this day. Talking with a friend this weekend and, uh, you know, we've been through two of the greatest 10-year periods ever in economic history. And him and I are roughly the same age, so it's basically been my entire adult life with little teeny tiny moments of, of massive economic uncertainty and followed by 10 years of wonderful economic activity, followed by one to three years of, of trouble, followed by 10 years of wonderful economic And I, was, I said, if you're not rich yet, you're never going to be rich because this is as good as it gets. So... Good friend of mine I saw this weekend. I saw a lot of friends this weekend, which is weird because I don't think of myself as having too many friends. Him and his son, I saw him in the lobby, and they're like, I'm like, hey, guys, you have breakfast? They're like, oh, yeah, we had breakfast. He's an early riser. I'm an early riser. I had to do work. Gosh, early riser. Um, there's nothing that is good in my life that happens after one in the morning, especially if you're outside your own home. Nothing good's going to happen at one in the morning. So going back in time, if I could go back in time with Cher, if I could turn back time, I would not be wearing a thong as a 55-year-old woman. But minus that, if I could turn back time, uh, I'd say, Rob, nothing really good happens after one in the morning. You should be in bed and uh, so you don't sleep in. So you can be an early riser. And nothing good happens. It's where you're going to get your DUIs. It's where you're going to get your um, fights that you regret. It's, <coughs> it's where you're going to post something on social media that, that shames you for years to come. So try to be a little uncomfortable. Travel the world. Try to do continuing education instead of eating, drinking, and sleeping. Try not to be too comfortable in your jobs. A uh, family friend named Allie, she didn't have a lot of value in herself. So she was a nanny for a long period of time. And then she's like, well, I'll just be a nanny for the rest of my life. And then, you know, you talk to her and you kind of motivate her and you kind of uh, inspire uh, maybe mentor. So she's working for a small startup and maybe you hit the cash register and win, maybe you don't, but now she should be looking at a bigger startup. So you can't get too comfortable in your jobs. You know, if I like McDonald's food and I work at McDonald's and I'm like, woo free fries and all the chicken nuggets I could eat when the boss isn't looking, woo-hoo, I would never leave that job, right? And I'd be the biggest, fattest, heaviest man you've ever met in your life. If you can get a little uncomfortable in your jobs and start thinking of what's next for me, that little itch, I would call that a success itch. So that's my advice. Try not to get too comfortable in your jobs. Try to look for something that pushes you. Try not to get too comfortable in your lifestyle in the U.S. Try to see the world. Uh, try not to go where nuclear blasting was. Uh, drugs and alcohol are bad for success. They're great for relaxing, but bad for success. So keep in mind, if you're not where you are, watch that stuff because it creeps up on you. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big event coming up 
seminar. You can find out more about it at Rob Black Show and use code radio25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. $101,000 on two courtside seats. Woo. Now, that's for game four, and as the series progresses and as it gets tighter, if it does, maybe those prices will go up, maybe they'll go down. But this is an odd series, in large part because LeBron's not there, but Drake is. The Warriors are, which is probably a kind of a negative thing five times in a row, right? But Obama showed up to game two in Toronto. So who doesn't want to sit next to Obama and Drake and potentially give Steve Kerr a back massage during the game? It's a reference you have to kind of vaguely go with. A, he's got a bad back. Drake did it for the coach of Toronto. It's not the best reference, but it is what it is. Just make it work, please. Or just go away. Take a look at the markets. It's June. And I remember a couple of years ago doing the show, we'd refer to June as June gloom. Uh, be cautious. Be smart. Know that May was a bad month. Know that we're nine years into an expansion of the economic activity in the United States. And January, February, March, April went great. May didn't. That's okay. Uh, Letterman came out with his second season on Netflix of interviews. And again, it brings up that idea to me that Netflix is really doing quite well um, because we keep talking about them. There's something to be said that. um, So pay attention to what's coming out on Netflix. I think that stock could potentially look pretty cheap if they continue to execute as they have. A lot of people see the trade war going on with China and now Mexico as potentially pulling us into a recession within a year. Now, there's going to be some sort of summit going on at the White House on Wednesday. Uh, I I'm not, I'm not going to err on the side of caution like I have in the past and said, you know, well, we tend to work these things out. I'm just going to say it's, it, the elections aren't until next November, and we have a president who, according to the stock market, kind of creates bad feelings. So I think that's the best way for me to say that without getting too political. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. As mortgage rates plunge, millions more home buyers can benefit from refinancing. I got a home a couple years ago that I did a HELOC, which I could look at refinancing, and I, I saw a mortgage that I could look at refinancing because the 10-year treasury falls as low as 2.07. So that could save me some cash flow. As I, I get it older, if I want to put more of that cash flow into the future, I can. That's out there. Chipotle says Mexican tariffs could cost it an additional $15 million this year. If you don't have an avocado tree... Go buy an avocado tree. And I'd go with a, a slightly mature one. So don't do it from seed up. It'll take you too much time to cash in on this. Send your kids out to the corner with fresh avocados to sell. Alphabet's sinking 10% today as the Justice Department reportedly is preparing for a Google antitrust probe. That's never a good thing. Nestle, N-E-S-T-L-E. Nestle makes the very best chocolate. 1950s ad campaign. Um, so Nestle's going to start making their own plant-based burgers. I know you're saying, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. They had a, a executive on the board of Beyond Meat. And Beyond Meat's been the big success story in May. Even Well, it's had a success and it's had a pullback. So Beyond Meat uses a pea protein for its burger, while Impossible Foods, vegan burgers, soy-based. I wonder if I hate peas, if I should just skip the Beyond Meat burger or just go, they've probably changed up so much. But Nestle, Sweet Earth brand, is going to launch a plant-based burger in the U.S. this fall. world's largest food company sells a soy-based vegan burger in Europe. But Sweet Earth's version is pea-based. And, and when I say pea, I'm not talking like P-E-E. I'm talking like sweet pea. So Nestle 
has relationships with farmers. They've got relationship with dough makers. They got relationship with whoever they need to kind of like pool a lot of uh, the people who can build suppliers. Their supply chain's pretty well tight compared to the younger companies. So we'll see how Beyond Meat does when they get competition. I have no opinion. I'm just throwing it out there. See if it sticks. Chipotle is saying Mexican tariffs could cost it an additional $15 million. And again, I feel like we have a president who can't really come up with success stories on trade right now. He's almost backed the baby into the corner. No one backs baby to the corner. And both sides, whether it be China or Mexico, are starting to say, well, he's crazy. We don't want to work with crazy. So, exactly. China's launching a probe in FedEx following accusations of packages intended for the telecom giant while we were diverted. Apple's holding its worldwide developers conference today and is reportedly set to announce the end of the iTunes store. Cypress Semiconductor is going to be bought by Germany's Infineon, it looks like, for a 34% premium over Friday's close. Goldman Sachs is buying Capital Vision Services, a manager of my eye doctor optometry practices. That one makes no sense to me. But they're doing it from a private equity firm and a Canadian pension fund. And they're going to probably repurpose it and reinvent it to the mar- uh, resell it to the market, right? Boeing, some of their Boeing 737 MAX jets may have faulty parts. Boeing says it's identified 20 jets that most likely have faulty parts and plans to check another 159 for the same parts. Uh, Facebook wants to start a digital currency, and they've started talking about that with a FTC. All things financial. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.